Good evening, friends from the left coast of California, specifically Santa Cruz, California, and we are here in the West Side Vocal Academy Studios, coming to you to give you a little bit of help with your vocals. Tonight I'm going to be giving you a recipe that I've been using for over 20 years. When I have trouble with my voice, or I need to do a gig, and I just feel a little under a wet, the weather, or I want a little bit more help, I have given this out to hundreds of students, and I'm going to tell you a little backstory. About 20 years ago, I was north of Calgary, Alberta. I was singing six nights a week, five sets a night, and I was really sick. I had bronchitis, which at the time I'd had a few times before. But I had to sing that night, and the band was depending on me. And a friend told me about a place in Calgary. Um, it was an older couple, Chinese couple, that had a little store downtown. And you walked in, it was just a little hole in the wall, and on one wall, behind this little old lady, little Chinese lady, was an entire wall of herbs and medicines, Chinese medicines, and roots and berries and all kinds of things and I told her what was going on and she gave me a couple of ginger roots well she told me at the time what to do with them and that is you want to slice the ginger root then you want to dice it put it into boiling water and then boil the root the diced root about 10 minutes. Now the reason that we boil it is because when you have roots like ginseng or ginger, you need to boil the properties out of them. That's not necessarily true when you have an herbal tea or some kind of herbal remedy that's just herbs. They can be tender and you can actually kill the properties if you boil it. However, if you add hot water that's just been boiled, that's different than actually letting something sit in boiling water. Alright, so back to the recipe. Once you've taken out what you have left, so you've taken out all of the root that's left, you've filtered it, and what you have left is a tea of sorts. Drink that hot if you're sick, and then take the leftover, put it in a jar, and put it in the refrigerator. Now the amounts you want to use, what I do is I take a ginger root, and I usually, if it's a good sized ginger root, I cut about half of it, slice it and dice it, an open handful, throw it in a large pot of water. And it's really, there's no hard and fast recipe, it's just whatever you feel good with. Now you'll feel and taste the peppery taste of the ginger. The more peppery the flavor, the more healing qualities I believe it has. You can add honey to it if you want to or not. Now um, I highly recommend this. I've used it when I've been really sick. I've used it even when I was on the verge of having laryngitis and it's always worked, never failed me. So that's my tip for tonight. Hope you're all doing well. Keep singing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, bye-bye.
Today is November 1st, and so technically it's Dia de los Inocentes, and uh, tomorrow is Dia de los Muertos. And, you know, I was not raised in a s Hispanic household, but the holiday has taken on a particular particularly special meaning for me. Uh, I think that having a universal day where we collectively take time to celebrate and honor the memory of those who have gone on before us. It's so important. And the real takeaway is that it's as, as much as you see the, the, the skulls and the decorations that might look um, somber to someone who doesn't know the culture, it's actually a celebration. And so, to me, that's really important, is to hold uh, the memory of the lost with a degree of optimism and, and, and through that, finding the wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. And, and be sitting with the grief in a way that, you know, we come together, we share food and music, and, um, and I think it really helps with the psyche. And the fact that it's an annual thing, you know, it happens to be here in the Northern Hemisphere, days are getting shorter, uh, it's the darker months are coming. You know, in all cultures, pretty much around the world, this time of year is when they say the veil is thinner between worlds. And Dia de los Muertos, for me, is just a really sacred, response to the Halloween season that we have here in America, which is, um, you know, <laughs> rather commercial, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, has its sim it has its symbology, but a lot of it is, is focused on, you know, sugar culture and, and um, you know, taking time to appreciate the, the real depth possible in these in these few days is so important to me mm -hmm. uh, and that and that's why I honor it so yeah. in what ways I, I know for me what I did today um, and again same with me I wasn't raised in a you know Hispanic or Latino community um, and yet for me it my family we have for many years now put out the photographs of others and I usually have candles, and I light some incense, and and even just that whole feeling of going around the house and gathering up those photos of people who mean a lot to me and putting them all in one place and kind of looking at that. And, of course, every year the, the little sacred altar grows, you know. Yeah. Uh, I lost my uncle this year who raised me. And... Um, 
And when I go down to my aunt's house, you know, now she's got his picture out, but she's also got her sis 